Hello and welcome to Let's Talk About It. I'm your host, Jaden Ford, and I think it's a happy week for for Oklahoma sports fan like myself. I think it's the turn of a century like an Oklahoma sports fan for myself, and I think there's a new energy in Norman coming from a, um, a sports fan myself. Um, for those of you that do not follow sports or are tuning into this episode and did not listen to the previous episode, Oklahoma's previous head coach Lincoln Riley has now decided to take his talents to the West Coast. He will be head coaching the University of Southern Carolina, if I'm not mistaken, USC. I'm a great historic program who is not bigger than OU, but at once was and at, at the time was one of the best recruiting destinations and best places where any player would want to go um, with the likings of Reggie Bush and Mark Sanchez as well as Reggie Bush's um, duo that he had when they went to the championship I cannot remember his name and as well as a, a long line of other people of great talent Juju Smith Juju Smith suits I mean we continue to go down the list and there's a lot of players that I'm missing that are also you know big factors to that historic organization but you know no matter what, I think Oklahoma will forever be Oklahoma. I want to give a big shout out to the Stoops family, in particular Bob Stoops. He is a legend coach already, but for the situation that came across his his phone or his laptop or whatever the case may be, he said that he dropped exactly what he was doing and he went to go, you know, fill in and be the interim head coach because when when an organization like Oklahoma gets a head coach it's really a, it's it's a long it's a long time type thing you know they had Barry Switzer for 10 odd 10 to 20 some odd years and then they had I mean they've only had a few head coaches guys they've had Barry Switzer Bob Stoops and Lincoln Riley and now it's going to be Brett Venables and um, I think that's a great hire for us I think that's a good start for us I think that Brett Venables um resume bodes well and him coming to Oklahoma you know, is going to answer a lot of questions on that defense that we've been missing. And, um, I mean, when you look at the man's resume, talking, speaking of Brett Venables, he's six-time ACC champion, six-time college football playoff appearances, two-time national champion. In 2014, he had the number one total ranked defense in the country. In 2018, one of the greatest defenses of all time, college football's best defensive coordinator for seven seasons in a row, and, I mean, he's a Clemson legend as well as Oklahoma legend because the last time Oklahoma won a championship, he was on our staff as a defensive coordinator. And, yeah, I know a lot of these people who, you know, were actively in the sports around that time. You know, my, I myself was not even – I think I might have been a few months old when they won the championship. But um, for a lot of people that were, you know, able to see the reaction from Venables when he left, it was more of a happy thing. And you know, um, things change, and maybe Venables wasn't the man he was today when he was on the national championship coaching squad, but he still is himself, and I still I still think that he brings that defensive mentality that Oklahoma needs, especially heading into the SEC. I mean, we could always sit here and argue that Lincoln Riley wasn't ready for the SEC. I mean, if, and if you look at Oklahoma right now, it's one of the most scary jobs. And it's not scary because of wins or losses, but it's scary because of what exactly is expected. I mean, you can go 10-1, and one, you can go 10-2, and two, but they want you guys, you know, to be able to come out and have a fight to get into the playoffs and win your conference every year and that's the thing and that's gonna that's not gonna change when we go to the sec we're gonna be expecting to be fighting for sec championships year in and year out and um, i saw a quote a few weeks ago that lincoln riley's offense would have crashed and burned in the sec 
And I think that is a very good statement. Um, a lot of people might not agree with that first at hand, but you got to just look at what Lincoln Riley brings to the table. He brings a high-powered, a flashy, a, a very college, spread-the-ball, you know, Cam Newton-Auburn type offense, a little bit of runs from the quarterback. That's what he brings. In the SEC, you don't see a lot of that. You see a lot of runs. You see a lot of defensive stands. You see a lot of deep passes. And, yes, that's what we're good at, but there's not a lot of screens. There's not a lot of – basically, in a Big 12, your run game is your passing game. And you complement that with inside zones and outside zones and 22 dives and all those all those holes that we learned as a youngin, you know, coming up. And it's one of those things that when Oklahoma wins the breakup, because I, I do think we will. I do think the USC will be a great competitive team, but they're betting on recruits. And so are we, but they're betting on, you know, two or three years down the road. There ain't nothing wrong with that. But I still believe Oklahoma can come out and have a great season next year. I still believe Oklahoma can come out and win the Big 12 next year. Um, it will be an open open season. Oklahoma State won't be going anywhere. They'll be returning most of their defense. Um, I think teams like Baylor will continue to be Baylor. I think TCU will hit, a, will hit a curve and they'll be a little bit better. I think that the Big 12 will, I think they'll grow. Everybody will take a step. But I think Oklahoma will take that next step as well. And I think that's going to put us in a position to win. So, um... Brett Venables is now the Oklahoma Sooners head coach. I'm very proud of the decision. I did see a lot of talk about Dabo Sweeney, a lot of talk about Cincinnati's head coach, Luke, Luke Fickle. I did see a lot of talk about um, even Lane Kiffin. And all those options are great. But the Brett Venables option was obviously the one that I think Oklahoma was putting their hat on. He's an alumni. He was there last time we were, you know, national champion. He's been a national championship, been, been to the national championship two times, been to the college football playoffs six times. I mean, I read his resume a few minutes ago. He's absolutely amazing. He's one of those coaches that could have taken a head coaching job four or five years ago, maybe even longer. I mean, he was with Clemson for ten years, and they had they had some pretty quick success. So, when you are a, when you are a Clemson fan, and I want to give a shout out to Clemson fans or people in that area who may not even root, root for Clemson, but they may like you know Dabo Sweeney or they may like Brett Venables or they may like just the Clemson Tigers in general. But I just want to give a shout out to y'all fans. You guys were more more than thankful for Venables' time and more than thankful for his um, hard work and encouragement to the players, as well as a great ten-year run. Dabo Sweeney was even more appreciative of what he had going on. He said, I wish we could have kept him, but we all know that he could have taken a job years ago, and that shows how much he loved the Tigers, that he stayed there and told people, hey, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be this D.C., and we're going to do our thing. And What's not, I mean, how can you make it more legendary than going out with your final game at Clemson with a shutout? They won 30-0 to their last game. I want to say against South Carolina. Um, Pretty good pretty good um game right there if you if you ask me zero points given up and i just want to say that i mean i can't wait to see that in oklahoma again i mean back in the day once upon a time we were putting out guys like like bosworth and we were putting out guys like eric striker and we were putting out guys you know that that were going to be gallimore you know putting out guys that get into the the league and they dominate and i think that's what oklahoma's going to get back to i think the oklahoma still is a hot destination for some reason a lot of these people were acting as if we were eight and four seven and five but we were just ten and two ten and two we are we lose our head coach we lose the bedlam our our second loss in like 365 days 
maybe even longer. And it's like, oh, nobody wants to coach Oklahoma. Uh, Oklahoma's done. Recruits are leaving left and right. I mean, unfortunately, we did lose um, one of the D-Lima recruits I was pretty high on. I want to say a four-star out of... Dang, his name is like Gabriel Dindy Low or something like that. But one of the, one of those guys that was still committed to us after Lincoln Riley left, but he ended up going to commit to Texas A&M, and that's what the SEC schools have right now. You know, it's SEC football. Texas A&M beat Alabama this year. Hey, I'm not mad at him. Go do your thing, man. We'll see you one day. But I do think that the players that do stick with Oklahoma will be making one of the best decisions of their life, especially for the ones who are going to be signing and going to be a freshman this upcoming season. If you want a Big Toe Championship, if you want to play for a, a tenured head coach, you want to be a part of a, um, a winning in a new culture in Norman, I think that's where you want to be. There's nothing but air and opportunity. Jadon Hasselwood is gone. Austin Stogner is gone. Um, Stogner is a starter. Hazelwood is a very big piece to our offense who we wish, you know, produced a little bit more. But, hey, he had a few good games for us, and I wish him nothing but the best. Um, Jadon Hasselwood was the former number one overall receive uh, receiver in the 2018 class he came out there with Spencer Rattler and I think that he left as he said hey I came here for Lincoln Lincoln's gone I'm gonna go do my own thing and there's nothing wrong with that man I still think that Oklahoma has plenty of talent I'm seeing the Twitter world I'm seeing everybody who's staying I'm seeing everybody who's going and I think the ones that are staying are ready to ready to, to, ready to accept the challenge because hey Venables has two sons one of them is now retired from a neck injury but he has Tyler Venables who's a safety or a linebacker um on the Clemson Tigers who will be transferring to Oklahoma as well as a few other recruits that Venables has been working on hopefully they flip from Clemson to Oklahoma and that would be something that I'd love to see um what I'm most excited about for this hire is the energy I love the energy of Venables he's on the sideline he's he's hitting the Kobe fist the up and down he's jumping up and down uh he's excited he he can he he can uh yeah he's a little bit older than Lincoln but he's got the same I don't know the word. He's got the same swag about him. He's got the same touch with these millennials and these and these generations, these students and players and student athletes and young men that they'll be coping into national champions over here in Norman, Oklahoma. So I'm just very excited to see that. Um, the college football top 10 will not be discussed today. We will discuss the top four, who is the number one, Alabama, number two, Michigan, number three, Georgia, and number four, Cincinnati. Um... I think that that is the right college football playoff. The only thing that I would change about this is I might put in Ohio State if they didn't lose. And obviously, I think that the committee feels the same way. I I think Ohio State, in reality, is a little bit better than Michigan. They win the quarterback battle. Um, The running back battle is pretty even. I think they have the better receivers. Michigan might have the better secondary, but I think overall Ohio State has the best defense. Special teams could go either way. And um, I think Coach would probably be leaning towards Ryan Day, even though Harbaugh is an NFL legend and all that. But I do think that the coaching advantage would be leaning toward Ohio State. But Ohio State lost in dominating fashion to a team – that most didn't think that would happen to. I want to say they lost to, um, I do not remember who they lost to. I have to go look real quick. But yeah, the NCAA college football playoff will be that. Um, there's a lot of, there's a lot of coaches on the move. Miami needs a culture change more than a coaching change. Um, they went ahead and they snagged Oregon's head coach. You know, he's great. Um, predictions for all 44 bowl games are out now. You can find it on ESPN. 
I do know that the Oklahoma Sooners will be facing off Oregon, but that will be a game just like last year in Florida where we'll be missing some people. They'll be missing some people. We'll have to put our best foot forward and come out and win. Um, what are the chances of Cincinnati upsetting Alabama? I'd give it a 20% chance. I think that there's something about the Cincinnati team that could beat them, but I just don't know how, like I've been saying for weeks, can their big guys keep up for, you know, uh, an extended period of time. And that's when time will tell. So, um, that's when, that, that's, that's what time will tell, I think. I think that the Cincinnati Bearcats have enough offensive firepower. I'm not sure their defense can hold Bryce Young. I'm not sure their defense can hold. Um, even with, the even with the absence of John of John Mechie, I just don't think the Cincinnati Bearcats defense. We know their secondary is very good. They have two great corners, but I don't know if their defensive lines are good enough penetration on that offensive line over there at Alabama. So, um, I mean, it's it's a lot it's a lot to take into account. But um, I I think the Alabama is going to come out and win this one pretty comfortably, honestly, um, as well as. This um, who was this? The Georgia game when they play. I think Georgia plays Michigan. That's gonna be a good game, but I I, I really do think Georgia will come out and win that one. So I'm I'm what I'm what I'm probably predicting is Alabama Georgia rematch and um, Georgia plays a better game, but unfortunately Alabama still wins. And I, I don't want them to win, but they probably will, guys. Um, unless Georgia can figure out what they're doing on offense and and, 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 if, and if Stetson Bennett is their guy and I think he is their guy for now he, he's, he's got them to where they want to be but their offensive firepower just wasn't there against Alabama they're going to need that especially in the college football playoffs so you know circling back around to the Oklahoma Sooners welcome Brett Venables welcome to Norman we are more than excited to have you I think that this was the only hire the perfect hire. Um, you can't. You could argue that Dabo Sweeney would be a tad bit better, but Dabo wasn't leaving Clemson, guys. I mean, he's done so much for that organization. He's the man over there, and he's only had one bad season. That's this year, and they ended on a pretty positive note. So, I mean, the Dabo talk slowly, slowly, and more slowly dwindled into you know Brett Venables talk, but there's nothing wrong with. You know, Dabo. If Dabo did leave, there'd be nothing wrong with it. But I just think it wasn't the, it wasn't the right time. And I was reading an article yesterday, and it said that Venables. It was perfect timing for Venables. The head coaching job at his alma mater opened up. Why not go take it? I mean, it's perfect for all those other for all those other coaches. Um, for all those organ for for all those other excuse me organizations that came and tried to get Venables. I do think that. He didn't have Oklahoma in mind. He did. No one, no one in their right mind knew that Oklahoma's job was going to open. But when it did, and especially after the season that Clemson just had, it wasn't the most successful. Hey, I, I think that Venables was like, hey, I mean, I think we're going to go take this one. I mean, they probably offered him a barn with hay and animals. They probably gave him everything that he wanted, and he took it. So. I think it's a new era in Oklahoma. I think it's a new attitude in Oklahoma. The Oklahoma um, basketball team got a new coach. He's, I think his name is Philip, Philip Mostert. I always get that mixed up. And for the sake of this, I'm going to look up their head coach's name right now. He, he's, a, um, he's a coach from a smaller school. 
that was very successful not too long ago. I want to say even last year. But a lot of people are comparing. No, that's not his name. That's their old coach. Porter Moser. Porter Moser is the Oklahoma basketball head coach now. High energy. Great guy. Very active on Twitter. He was the coach at Loyola of Chicago, guys. That's who he was. I've been... It's been on my mind, but I couldn't remember what it was. I knew it was a smaller school, but yes, he's taking over the Oklahoma head coaching job. And a lot of people are comparing Porter Moser to um, Brett Venables because of the energy, because of the new face, because of the tenacity coming from a different school and a different conference. And I think a lot of people saying that, you know, this was the right combination of coaches getting, getting um, you know, inducted into Norman. And I think that this is going to be great for us. And I truly believe a lot of people are asking this question, who gets to the college football playoff first, Lincoln Riley or Oklahoma? Well, in all honesty, I think Oklahoma has the better chance. But I think Lincoln Riley, depending on those recruits, might get there a little bit before us. But I'm not mad about this thing. I do think that this might boost Oklahoma I think that I mean I think by next Tuesday I'll be coming here and talking about the effect of Brett Venables and how he's gotten these big time recruit guys who probably wouldn't have even looked at Oklahoma and now they're trying to come play for Oklahoma so hey shout out to um, Joe Castiglione great hire great uh, another great hire because we just we forget and we just want to go grab Porter Morser from um, Loyola Chicago who's been in the um the, I want to say what do you, what do, what do they call that March Madness the past few years it would have for a very small D1 school for him to come take the job at Oklahoma is huge and for Brett Venables to come with his background into a um, growing and needing a new culture change Oklahoma football team I think that this is going to go well for us and I think that Norman's going to love them some Brett Venables this is all I got for you guys on this segment here on let's talk about it this was um, the Oklahoma head football coach talk and vacancy has been filled Shout out to Lincoln Riley. Shout out to USC. And I hope you guys do everything good over there. You got, you got a good one, and we're going to miss him. But I think we got our guy in Brett Venables. This is Let's Talk About It. I'm your host, Jaden Ford. I'm out of here.